T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. All three engines up and burning. 2, 1, 0, and... Welcome, everybody. We are your hosts, Rock and Mr. Magic. Unique DNA. This is the Original Jeek Podcast. Gang. I don't see no competition in my face. If we do, then we just move them out the way. I don't even need no money in my face. Give me the money when I finish with the game. Gang. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Original Jeek Podcast. We are your hosts, Rock and Mr. Magic. Unique DNA. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are so glad to have you back. It's been too long. We apologize. Really, really, truly apologize uh, for being this long. But we've been pushing all the content that we hope you've been watching. Please follow us on Twitter, uh, at Cheek Nation. Check us out on Facebook, at Cheek Nation. And, of course, on YouTube, at Cheek Nation. (laughs) (laughs) We put out some new video content that we hope you're enjoying. Um, We've gotten some some good feedback on some of our Who Did It Better videos. Uh, Please comment, like, subscribe. And if you've got suggestions on, you know, what videos you want to see next, topics you want to hear in the podcast, comment us at us let us know and we want to interact with you and we want you to participate and in many ways even if you eventually maybe want to be a guest on the show um on any of our shows on trailer talk on the podcast we we're we're open we've got we've had people on that are just our homies that are that dig the same stuff too so we're, we're not special we're not you know elites you know we we want you in so definitely let us know so yep. tonight's podcast, we've got a couple topics. Some of these are older topics that we really want to talk about. Some of these are a little bit more current. So we're going to start um, with a little current news about movies. We're going to stay in the film realm a little bit more than normal on this podcast. So first thing, Jamie Foxx is our new spawn. I'm, I, I heard nothing about this, so I'm, uh, I'm in shock. <laughs> I'm shocked too. Like I, I got nothing wrong. I got nothing against Jamie. I like Jamie Foxx. Ain't nothing wrong with Jamie. But Michael Jai White's still here, man. Yeah. Michael Jai White is still in great shape. Now he's not a great actor, but do you need to be a great actor to play Spawn? Would you say that he's not a great actor? Oh, I would I he's pretty that. good. Yeah. I mean, he, he has. He's definitely yeah. has like a one track. He's an action star. I mean, let, let's keep yeah. it hundred. He's keeping 100. He is an action star. Just like most action stars, they can't act. They can do action movies. Like the way Chuck Norris, he's an action star. Are you going to have Chuck Norris do a romance movie or do a drama? No, because he's an action star. You're not going to have Scott Atkins do, you know, a (laughs) rom-com. You're not going to have Donnie Yen do a drama. True. You know, those there are certain people that are action stars. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the genre he fits in. I like Michael Jai White. I would not want to see him do anything but that because that's what he's great at. He looks great. He did a great job in what exit wounds. He yeah. um you know the he had his little cameo in uh what movie was that? Uh, I mean, that movie. It was a TV show recently, actually. The Flash, I think it was. Really? Yeah. Was it The Flash? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen much since season two <laughs> or three. Yeah, it was one of those movies. 
Um, ah. like a DC TV show. Okay. That's news to me. Actually, it might have been Arrow. Oh, you know, I didn't see it then. That's trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped watching Arrow. Like, I stopped watching Arrow, I think, after season two. Does, does, does anybody still watch Arrow? Please, someone let us know. Does anybody <laughs> still watch Arrow? Like, yeah. no, for real, for real. Is anybody yeah, still watching yeah. it? I need to know. Because I, I, I ain't watching it. Because, yeah. It's, it's just, oh, man, I don't know what happened. It was. It started out okay. Yeah, oh, let's then, not go into that. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Okay, you know, okay well, let me just know. say. Okay, okay, let me wait, say wait, it started off. Jamie Foxx Spawn. Yeah, all right. Well, we won't talk about Arrow. Okay, Jamie Foxx and Spawn. Yeah, so I'm. Yeah, I was. I I, I was just. I, I didn't even have an. I heard. I think I did hear that they were making a Spawn movie, but it wasn't even on my radar like that. Like you know, usually I'm on top of these things, <laughs> but I, I had no idea. I, I didn't know they were so close to casting. Like yeah. I heard the rumblings that you had, but right. I didn't know we were you talking know, about casting yeah. already. Yeah, because I mean, they were talking. Every you know, everybody's been talking about Phase Four, Marvel Phase Four. Who's going to be, you know, I mean, who's going to be the next, you know, set of lineup of stars? And obviously, right. we got Captain Marvel, but that's the only thing we heard. We right. know Black Panther's got to go for at least a couple more movies. Right. Um, Spider Man's probably going to go for a couple more movies, but that's that other than that. Like nobody really said anything about. You know the rest of the, the well, the rest of them lineup. their their deals are pretty much you know run through. There's been rumblings about a Black Widow solo movie, right? Uh, but you know, yeah. I mean, just in general, Phase Four was like okay, you know, like Phase One, Two, and Three. We had the lineup what ten years in advance, something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, date, 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 and now we're just like, yeah. yeah we were like, knows. okay, we knew everything is coming. We knew all the way up to Black Panther. We knew when Black yeah. Panther was coming out. That's true. So, um, yeah, but this time, and I, 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 well, you haven't seen Infinity War yet, so I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't please that. don't ruin that, please. But um, please. yeah, I, I'm assuming that the reason why they're keeping the Phase Four a secret is because of what happened in Infinity War, um, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I think after Infinity War Two comes out or whatever they're gonna call it, yeah, um, I think then we'll see. You know, what's the what's the lineup for uh, Phase Four? Okay, and um, but yeah, I said all that to say I had no idea. I I remember I I saw something about it, but I didn't even know that they had greenlit it. It was just like everybody was like, it would be great to have a Spawn movie. It would be great to have a new Blade. Yeah, yeah, they, it know? went really fast. Like, <laughs> all, to green light to yeah. cast like real quick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's cool. I think it'd be but, cool. But what do you think about Jamie as Spawn? Like I just to me, I think of Jamie Foxx and not just as a comedian because he's done Grammy as great as Ray and he's done great films. Um, that one he did with uh RDJ when he was uh, like the whatever blind violin cello player or whatever, yeah. Like, I forget that it was a great, it was a good movie. Um, got the name of it, but yeah, I forget the name of it too. But it was a good film. Like, Jamie's very versatile, a lot more versatile as an actor than I ever thought he would be. Um, so my pickups to Jamie for that, but I don't think action. When I think of Jamie Foxx, I think of the movies that were kind of action-like that he was in that were just straight garbage, like Miami Vice. You know, Miami like, Vice was terrible. But um, wasn't he in a uh, stealth garbage? Stealth was trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they just—I think of things uh, that have action in them and Jamie Foxx. Last Kings, no Kings, Three Kings, trash, Three kings. trash. I thought it was all right. It was decent. 
I wouldn't say it was trash. That it was, was trash. It was B lists. It was. I mean, it's you know, he's no Denzel when it comes to action movies. But thank you. <laughs> like, like it, it was not as trash as Stealth, right? Or Miami Vice, right? But it wasn't good either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like him in action, I just, I just can't see it. Um, he, I can't see him being dark enough to be Spawn. Like, I, I just, mm. you know. You don't see him angry enough to be spawned. Michael Jai White, you look at that brother, he look angry. He's just there, he's he's me mugging, like he just looks angry. Right. You know? Um and now that I'm stuck to Michael Jai White because he played spawn originally, because you can get anybody to do it, but But the I, original spawn wasn't all that great anyway. No, it wasn't that great of a film. It was good, but it wasn't great. And it definitely could use a reboot, you know, especially with the technology. <clears throat> That we have, at, you know, to available to us now. Right. I definitely think it's deserving of a reboot. And the writing has gotten way better for Marvel movies in general. Well, it, I mean, it could be more McFarlane, obviously, but we'll see where where that goes. But McFarlane seems to be on board with Jamie, so I put a little trust in Todd. He's very creative about his property, um, creative, very protective about his creative properties, and. Right who he visions can do the role. So that gives me some hope, but I don't have so a lot. So do we think this is going to be an origin story um, spawn? Because then uh, I, I could... That's, if, a, that's, a, that's a good question. If it's that's an origin story spawn, there's not a lot of action per se. So okay. Jamie could play that role a lot better than full-on, you know, spawn. <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but if, if it's an origin story, then I'm going to keep it 100. That sounds really boring. It does sound really boring. <laughs> that sounds really boring. Like, that sounds like a really boring movie. Like, it's not a very exciting origin story at all. That sounds like a really boring movie. And I'm like, Jamie, I don't know if you can pull that off and keep me interested for 90 minutes or more with an origin story for Spawn. Like, that is yeah. going to be really dull and dry. Yeah, it does. It definitely does sound boring. Like I, I thought as I was saying it, I was like, "That probably isn't a good idea." No, that's not a good idea. But then, I mean, like at this point, and I, I hate to say this because I hate becoming a fanboy of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my nature. <laughs> I'm all I, I intentionally avoid being a fanboy. Um, it's hard for Marvel to mess up anything. Right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, they got the touch. They just bop, go. Yeah, bop, I mean, go. They were, like, I mean, you got to figure their worst movie was what? Ant Man? No, Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, you're Trash. right. Trash. Iron Man 3 was terrible. Trash. But you know, Iron Man 3 was only really terrible because of freaking, like, the Mandarin. Everybody was like, what? That was so <laughs> bad. I think God. if they just stuck with the original Mandarin. It wouldn't. Have, yes. I don't know why they. I still don't know why they made that decision. Nobody knows why. I don't think Marvel knows why. I don't yeah. think actors know why. It yeah, was, that was. It was trash. It was a bad movie. Bad call. Bad directing. Bad acting. Yeah. Bad casting and spe- like not not that um what's his name Ben something <sighs> I mean, the the guy that played Martin yeah. Mander. Yeah, ben excellent actor. Yeah, <laughs> excellent actor, but just not. Not the right casting whatsoever. Like, and, that, and that's what I'm afraid with Jamie. I'm just afraid Jamie, who deserves his accolades, 
right. maybe miscast here. Like I just, like it, but I have that same sway about Brie Lawson as Larson or Lawson, whatever her name is, as um, as Captain Marvel. I look right. at her, I don't see Carol Danvers. However, it's not her fault. I will give Brie this. No woman alive can measure up to the stigma of Carol Danvers. She's portrayed and drawn to quote unquote perfect for anyone to actually look at somebody and say, that's Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know? You know, but you know, I I thought the same thing about Gail Godot too. When she first when they first cast her, I mean, I know we jump into DC, we jump in genres, uh companies, but I thought the same thing about her, and I was like, no way, she can't. Nah. Well, see, off. I see. Because I, I, I remember having this conversation. Where we were like, we've talked about this before. Skinny. Yeah, we were like, because, because she's she's too she's a little too skinny. But also, I don't think I ever, I don't remember if I showed you the picture. The woman they originally cast for the movie to me looks a lot better as yeah. Wonder Woman than Gal does. Right. But I don't think she's ha- I don't think she's half the actress. No. But she looks phenomenal yeah. as Wonder Woman. Yeah, but then we I saw Wonder Woman and I was like, ah, she pulled it off. So she pulled it off. She did a good job. Yeah. She did a, she did a very good job. I mean even you think Scarlett um Scarlett Johansson's been very good Scarlett as who would have thought she would be a great I can't say great because she ain't no she's not great at being oh. Russian. Okay. That that part is that part is Totally just, I don't know how they they got away with it though because nobody really points that out that she's well except for like hardcore nitpickers like me. I'm like, wait, she don't sound Russian at all. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, of an accent. You know, as far as the, the you know her chemistry on set with the other heroes. Oh, um, is that is that you know, she's, her she's action scenes? Oh, yeah. everything. I'm like. Uh, I did the, not expect that. The from you. only knock on Scarlet <laughs> is the accent. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only knock on her. And I, I, I respect her for she didn't even try. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's better to not try and botch it than to just be like, you know what? I'm going to talk normally because I can't do a Russian accent. So why even try? Yeah. You know, right? But, you know, I, I have more respect wow. for them going that route than trying to have her do a bad Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. I respect her for that. Because we, we we would be ripping them if they had, if they had her do some terrible Russian. I am Natasha, and I'm going to do this from Mother Russia. Like that would have been horrible. Yeah, like no. But um, yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I I think there's, I think there's hope for Jamie and Spawn. But um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not exactly convinced. Because even when he played um. Like electro. electro, yeah. I did not like his electro, and that, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to diss him, but it was not. Yeah. He's just not an action guy. But that's why I said, like, because like the origin when they, the origin part of electro, he did really well. Because that's that fits him. If it's well, big, it's boring. It's yeah. simple. It's simpler acting. It's not yeah. action acting. He's not. He's just not an action dude. Right. You know, there's some people who shouldn't. Now, you have your rare breeds who can do action and romance and rom com, like Bruce Willis. Yeah. You know, rare breed. You know. Yeah, Bruce can do everything. Denzel, <laughs> rare breed. Will you Smith. Know, they, uh, Will Smith. Um, Even though he's a terrible dead shot, but okay. 
he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't terrible, but you know, he was just. He was just. He was Mike Lowry. Dead, dead <laughs> shot. That's what I'm saying. Mike Lowry. He was terrible. Was terrible as dead shot. That, yeah, that they, unfortunately, they didn't write dead shot to be dead shot. That was, <laughs> but yeah, overall, he can. Overall, he can, he can do both. You know, um, just that's a special breed. Not many people can do it. Can pull it off. You yeah, know, I can't, I can't. I can't take Jamie seriously yet. Like Don Cheeto, when Don Cheeto did that that action movie, I mean, you know, Traitor. I support him because I'm a big Don Cheeto fan, but Don, I thought, thought Traitor was all right. It was okay. It, right, but Don, actually, but Don should not be no action star. That's not, you know. Please, well, pretty decent war machine. He's better than Terrence Howard. <laughs> okay, okay, but okay, but but if, <laughs> he's playing war machine. How is he? What is he really doing? Nah, yeah, yeah. He's yes sir, no sir. Yeah, he's in the thing like this, and all you see is his face. <laughs> I, I'm flying dead stick, Tony. I, I, I'm flying dead stick. I've got no control. Like that, that's it. Like that's not hard, <laughs> you know. But I think Trader. I think I think I don't think Trader was his, was his fault. I think Trader was the writing. Trader, it was partially right. I'm not. I'm not. It wasn't terrible. It was. It was, it was the, possible. The whole story just wasn't. It was a bad Man. story. Yeah. He he rede- he redeemed what the movie was like. If he, he did great, I mean that wasn't really action, but he did great in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Yes, Ocean's Eleven is tailor made for somebody like him with his versatility as a as an actor, um, as a comedian. Like he's great with that. He was great in Boogie Nights. Yeah, he was great. Now, like he's he's fantastic. Just action related stuff is just it's not done. Even even when he tried to play basketball, when he was uh, when he played Earl the Gold Manigault, well, you know, that was just a bad yeah, that was a bad idea altogether. <laughs> like, like I'm like, yo, He's Don, not, we don't even look like he plays. We, we know you can't play ball, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we know you ain't balling out there. <clears throat> so like, yeah, I mean, he's, some guys look good. Some guys can play. Denzel again, you know, right. obviously looked immaturish against Ray Allen, but. You could tell Denzel has athleticism, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some guys just yeah. don't translate. Now, was well, I forget the name of the movie. Was it Rebound? I forget the name of the movie. But the the goat movie that John did. At least all the other actors couldn't play ball either, so everybody looked just as bad as he did. True, you know. So that that at least redeems it. But right. all right. So being that we've thrown DC in this conversation a little bit, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the new gods. Which is going to be directed uh, by Ava DuVernay. I'm a little excited about this because I think this is a bold move by DC mm-hmm. to pull out very non-mainstream characters to be in this film. I think that's what they got. To, I think that's the route they got to go. They have to because they can't. They're they're losing the mainstream. Everybody knows these heroes in this film more. They just they trashed. They crashed and burned with Green Lantern. Okay. Batman's uh, l- l- lately was you know Batfleck, Batman vs Superman. Right. Um, Wonder Woman was good, not great, but very good. It was, it was the best of. It's the, the best that they put out DC movie so far. Yeah. Right. The Superman's have been just a travesty of disappointment. Um, First one wasn't terrible. I know you don't like him because he's Canadian. Oh, he's not Canadian. He's British, but that's British. not the point. He, oh, come on. Cavill looks amazing. Like <laughs> that, that dude looks like Superman. And outside of uh, Christopher Reeve, that is the next dude I looked at and said, "That is freaking Superman right there." No, you didn't. 
I have I have Instagram evidence that what? you you were like, no, the shoot the suit's too shiny and He's Don't talk about him. I'm not talking about the suit. I hate him. The suit is too shiny. <laughs> talk about him, not the suit. Cavill himself. If Cavill's standing there, you know, in a regular shirt or shirt or whatever, he's oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's definitely built like yeah. Superman. Yeah, yeah. The, the suit was way too shiny. He's, got, was, the, he's got the hair. He's got he yeah, the hair the whole nine. My man looks yeah. like he was cut. He's got the chiseled jaw. He's got yes, the whole thing. Going. The whole look. He's got the look. The delivery—that's nah, a whole other ball game, right there. Well, but I he's got—he's got the look. Superman doesn't really have personality anyway. I mean, let's even, you know, even looking at the comics, he never really had personality. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, they're trying to give him some more, but but, so, I, but I, mean, I, I think he nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boring and really whack. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Can do I'm that. British. <laughs> Just stand there with the and say, <laughs> well, but, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a little spoiled by Christopher Reeve trying to give his own, you know, unique spin to the film. And he did a great job, at least making Clark can be really super goofy and nerdy um, between, you know, him and being Superman. So the, the brooding, the brooding was too much for these Superman movies. So we used to, <sighs> we're used to seeing Batman brooding all the time. We don't yeah. see Superman brooding much. So yeah. it was that was that was part of the problem. This yeah, that was, was a little. Uh, it was off. It was off putting. Yeah. So, but I think you're right when it comes to where DC needs to go if they want to really contend is go to those lesser known heroes that they can really work with, introduce these characters to the mainstream, and New Gods is a great start in my opinion. And then nobody goes in with expectations. Like when you go on with. It, just like we said, we go we go in with Superman and we're like, oh, it's too brooding, it's too depressing, it's too dark. Right. And it's like, it's only because we know, we don't know anything else. We only know the other side of Superman. The, you know, or or we've we've seen so many <laughs> renditions that right. we have now. You know, because I'm sure people of a certain age before George Reeves, and then we've got Christopher Reeve, and then right. we have the Brandon Routh or Bruce or however you pronounce his name movie, and then you got the Tom Welling fans from. You know, uh, from Smallville. Right. So it's like, you know, who, who's you got the, the animated series? The animated series, yeah. So it's like, which Superman is the best one? Which one do you prefer? Then, you know, poor Henry Cavill's like, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to just, just do it with it. I'm just doing with the WWE. <laughs> it's like, you know, we don't hate you. We think you look great as Superman. Just, you know, you can help Zack Snyder's writing and you know, like, smile a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, smile a little bit more. Every grumpy Superman. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> Why did you say Martha? No, it don't even Martha thing. Like, is everybody's mom? Is it, not everybody had a not mom named Martha. Like, I know it was common back then, but come on. Really? Yeah, that would. <laughs> that, 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 that would be like Luke Cage and, um, and like. <laughs> And Blue Marvel get into a fight and be like, "You've got to save." Uh, what's a good stereotypical black name? Tyrone? <laughs> no, not Tyrone. It's got to be a mom. Oh, no, let's do that. You gotta say Tyrone. Why did you say Tyrone? Because that's my daddy's name. Right. My daddy's name too. I never knew my father. I never knew my father. <laughs> Neither did I. You got the same father. Right. Exactly. Like that's how stupid that sounded. Like, come on, let's have some. Let's mix it up. Somebody could be named Sarah 
or Jane or, you know. But it, I mean, I got to give it credit. I got to give yeah, credit I mean, to the fact that I never realized that both their mother's names were Martha until the movie. Martha, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I haven't realized that for years. I'm like, how ridiculous is that they have the same mom? <laughs> I never I realized. Post- I didn't postulate that maybe they had the same mom, and then <laughs> she just ran off. You know, they would be with Clark Kent, and to be with uh, Jonathan Kent, and left poor Bruce alone in Gotham City. <laughs> like Bruce she was a brat. Yeah, she remarried. Bruce was a brat, and she she staged a hit and was like, "Okay, you know, uh, you me, but I ain't gonna be dead. I'm gonna run off and go live on the farm." Right. Yeah. You know? I think my I think my death. I think my own death. Jonathan Kent and Martha Kent are really Thomas and Martha Wayne. That's what it is. That, that, that is that's what it is. They ran off. They're like, Bruce, you're back, kid. We're going to leave you with the butler. We're going to run off, fake our own deaths. That's what it is. I'm telling you. Right. I'm telling you. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? <laughs> He's never going to live that down. So terrible. God. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Batman. <laughs> Thanks so much for that wonderful piece of acting. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, anyway. trying try to be hopeful, new guys. Try, yeah, trying to be hopeful about DC's future films. I think you guys has a lot yeah. of potential. Like I said, I think this. I think they got this. Is what they got to do. This. This is the only thing that can save the fran- the the franchise, the cinematic universe. Yes, is they gotta have just people that nobody's ever heard of, or majority of people never heard of. And just get really good directors, and you just want to see it because it's like, oh, you know, this director's directing it. The Russo brothers are directing it. I gotta go see it. Well, that's you what know? they did with <laughs> one because Ava's hot right now. Right. Ava's right. really hot right now. And then that's what also they're doing with the second movie. Uh, they they got Spielberg to direct Blackhawk. Right. Same thing. Same thing. Very low level, not a big name superhero. If you're a comic nerd, you know who it is. But if you're not, who's who's seen Black Hawk on any show? I can't remember a single Black Hawk sighting in any of the stuff. I, I can't I even. Barely, I barely remember Black Hawk from the comic books. But see, they, exactly. <laughs> you know, not a mainstream <laughs> character. I think that's a fantastic direction for them to go. Uh, it's smart. It's it's really smart because there's so many unheralded characters that they have that you can really just yeah. tap into and build up the universe right. to then, then try to maybe phase back into your bigger names once you've gotten a, a winning formula down. Right. You know, and plus I think if they do what Marvel and Netflix have been doing, because Daredevil is a B level hero, as is Luke Cage, as is Jessica Jones, you know, as is Iron Fist. Well, right. the exception of Iron Fist is that was terrible. You know, they've they've did a good job. Iron Fist is terrible because because Finn, Finn, Finn Jones is terrible. Finn Jones is <laughs> you were great in Game of Thrones. I don't know what happened. You sucked. Period. Um, and also the Punisher. Punisher the B level uh, hero um, for the most part. Yeah, he's a B level hero. He's not. He's not an A hero. He's a B level hero. He's an anti hero. But he's he's B level. But I mean, as far well, as exposure and people knowing who he is, he's uh, B level. He's not a Spider-Man and a Captain America. He's not. He's not a top shelf level okay. hero as far as recognition. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, you, anybody walking the street, whether they're in the comics or not, they've heard of Captain America. They've heard of Spider-Man. They've heard of Batman. So they know who those characters are. Most people weren't aware of Punisher, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Those are still very new characters to a lot of people. So, Marvel, well, I think Punisher has some. 
mainstream because because of the movies, the movies that they've done. Yeah, but they were terrible movies. They were terrible, but it, it still gives them exposure. But you know? the thing is, like, it, it gives exposure, but it gave exposure to the people like us who read comics because most people don't. Most people don't remember that Dolph Lundgren did a very, very bad Punisher movie. That was you know, it's funny. It came on. Uh, I think it came on FX or something the other day. I was like, oh my god, I forgot why, how terrible this why is. Why would anybody? Why would you wear that? <laughs> Who's asking for that to be aired? Nobody. I guess this is a slow day for them. I don't know. <laughs> They're just like, ah. pay for the rights to air that. <laughs> like, ah, it's a slow day. Let's just. Oh my god. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. FX, we're seriously questioning your. I don't um, think it, I'm not sure it was FX. Don't don't quote me on the. Okay, I'm sorry, FX. I take it back. <laughs> Whenever network decided to air that movie, I'm seriously, seriously. Doubting your skills right now. I haven't seen it on TV since um, UPN. That's the last wow. time I saw that movie on TV. Mm-hmm. It might have been USA. Now that you said UPN, uh, USA slipping. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it because, like you said, Ava's hot right now. She's doing her thing. Um, you know, her movies have been, you know, they've been hitting. Yeah. Hitting. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. I I, I didn't. I haven't like New Gods wasn't one of my favorite comic books or anything, but you know I knew a little bit about it. So yeah, I mean the characters are interesting. I don't know anybody that says New Gods is their favorite, but it's their, it's it's an interesting story. It's interesting though. Yeah, said, yeah. but again, but no one says most people don't say Daredevil is their favorite. That's true too. You know, B level heroes, B level you know as far as recognition, but compelling content well, that you can really work Daredevil with. Never really have a. You know, I think, the, and now that we're talking about it, I think the issue with DC movies is they don't have they don't have really stories to tell. Besides, like Batman, right? Well, <laughs> but, but, but that's why New Guys is a good choice because yeah. very interesting stories to tell, right? And, and DC has stories to tell. They just they just like regurgitate the same stories over and over and over again. Well, I mean, when you think about it, right? Like, what is their like? What is the drive? Like, what's their motive? Their driving force? You look at like, um, well, they did a good Hal, job with Wonder Woman. Hal Jordan, right? Okay. Well, Hal's boring. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hal, Hal's a boring dude. Hal is boring. You look at but, 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 Superman. But, 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 okay, Hal and Superman's boring. Hal and Superman are very similar because they're driven by duty. That's that's what right. they're driven by. Right. Um, Wonder Woman also driven by duty, but she was did a good job showing her passion as far as her responsibility, seeking out, you know, her identity, not realizing that she was actually the god killer and not the sword. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so so that obviously mostly duty, but a little bit more of a personal journey in that. As well as just to do, but how, how is it really? I'm duty bound. I'm going to protect. That's what I do. Whereas, I'm the best pilot in the world now. I'm now, the green man. Yeah, now, yeah, now I'm duty bound to protect. You know, like that's yes, Superman. That's I'm an alien. I, I grew up on a farm, and now I'm gonna save the world. You see, and and, and I, I mean, like I love DC. Like I, I love the Flash is one of my favorite characters. Well, yeah. Greenland's one of my favorite characters. Well, see, but DC's characters for me stories are. Like their backstories are just weak. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because DC is outside of Batman. Batman outside of Batman, and outside Flash, of Batman, I've always the liked their B-level characters more than most of their A ones. Like Wonder Woman, to me was okay. I, didn't I never really like Wonder Woman. 
Yeah, she was okay. Yeah. Um, I, I dug Aquaman. I dug. Flash. I didn't really like Aquaman either. I was like, I liked Aquaman because uh, he kept, they kept on dissing him. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, that's why dude, I never like. I was like, okay. were sleeping on him. Like, yo, this this dude is OP, man. Like, why y'all sleeping on him? Like, let, don't don't. Especially when they cut his hand off and they grew the beard on him. They got Arthur really pissed off and start killing folk. I'm like, so yeah, okay, okay, my man Arthur. They they gave him. They made Arthur an OG, but I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, but uh, he was pretty weak. Before that, he but at least he had a story. I'll give you that. He had a story. He had a story. He had a story. story. He had the kingdom it, to take care of. Like, the Atlantis yeah. and the yeah. uprising and the whole yes. thing. At least he had a story. And Fair. the way, he, and when he murked somebody, he murked him, and he did it dirty. He was like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close the sea around you. I'm gonna call a uh, shark to come eat you." Or like, like, he wasn't playing when he was taking care of folk. Flash had this. Flash had a story, you know. Flash mom, had an interesting story. His mom yeah. getting killed by. Uh, surprise her name ain't Martha either. <laughs> his mom What's your mama's name? Around the table. What's your mama's name? My mama's name Martha. 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 Why did you say that? Is your wife's name Mama's name Martha around here? Yeah, we're all main story tellers here. Everybody got the same mama's name. So yeah, yeah reverse I mean, flash, yeah, reverse flash killing his mom. Reverse flash killing his mom, and then his dad getting wrongfully imprisoned. That, that's a story. That's a story. That's a story. That's a story. We we got a surprise that his Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Uh, John. His backstory actually is pretty cool. Like it, the whole like undertones cool racism and all that. That's pretty. It, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's I basically he's basically a black man in America. He, he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, he's that, just on Mars. <laughs> that one, the one, uh, the one book I forget which one it was, where they blamed him for something, and one woman starts fighting him, and he was like, "You, you're siding with Superman because he looks like you. He's right. an alien. He's not from here. You have no right. reason to trust him. But the only reason why you like him." And you believe in him? It's because he looks like you. Like you, you know. Uh, I, I I like John, but his early stuff was boring. When they kind of rebooted the story in the eighties, yeah, yeah. late seventies, early eighties, that's when Marshall Manhunter really became, you know, really cool to me. Like, I, I I do dig John John. I do like him. Yeah. Um, but again, but he's also below tier. He's not top tier. True. True. A lot of their, a lot of their middle tier people have the really compelling stories to tell. That you know, just you know. It's outside of Batman, their top ones just yeah, they're yeah, dull. Yeah. They're really so, characters. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what, what happens with all this. I'm interested to see what Spielberg does because we're yeah. talking about a completely different type of storytelling compared to someone like Ava. That's true too. On a guy who has a way different vision. And I can't imagine a film that Spielberg has done that's close to the superhero genre. Mm. You know? I know he's done so many though, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's hard. It's hard to point out. I think Spielberg, I think E.T., you know. Yeah, you know, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, like, I think of these epic, uh, right. you know. The bigger ones, yeah. Yeah, these epic blockbusters, and I'm like, I can't think of him doing something that seems so common as a superhero movie. You know, something that, not common, but like, yeah, not, but, this, not this big artistic endeavor. You know? But then, I mean, he took that, I guess, like, I, I think that's what he, I mean, because he's already established himself, so I think a lot of it is him just taking on these the roles now. Yeah, like, he took on Ready Player One, which I still haven't seen, but I yeah. heard it was amazing. That's what I heard, um, too. 
So, you know, and that, you know, that's a big endeavor right there. Cause you talk about, you want to talk about people coming in with expectations, right? The whole book of ready player one is eighties nostalgia. So yes, everybody's going in there. Like I want to see everything eighties. <laughs> like, I, I must see and if I don't see it, I mean, this, oh, this movie's going to burn it down. <laughs> I must see everything 80s, including Stranger Things, because right. it's the 80s, even though it's not <laughs> 80s itself. Yeah, everything. Everything's exactly. Right. Yeah. And they did a great, I mean, they did a great job teasing it in, in yeah. the trailer, so I, I give them that. They did yeah. a great job there. Speaking of different, from the 80s, we're going to transition to a little bit of sports talk here. Uh, Becky Hammond, if you folks don't know Becky Hammond, the former WNBA player who recently... Um, has been on the coaching staff for the San Antonio Spurs under head coach Greg Popovich. Uh, she was not the first, but the first full-time um, assistant coach to be a female in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And she has garnered interest amongst head coaching vacancies in the NBA. Even though the Milwaukee Bucks did fill their position, they did interview her. Um, my Detroit Pistons have been rumored to be possibly considering her as well. Um, even though Dwayne Casey apparently is the front runner, which I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> but it begs the question. Now, I, I personally, I think a lot of this is like window dressing. Like, a lot of these teams are going to interview her, and I don't think many of them are really actually considering hiring her. Um, sure. But she's being interviewed, and with good reason. So my my question to you is, how far away are we from having a female head coach in the NBA? I don't think it's that far. I think, um, actually, I think it's overdue. I mean, NFL's done it to some extent. Uh, well, yeah, well, Nancy, Nancy uh, Lieberman was an assistant for the Kings before, uh, I forget the woman's name, was working for, I think it's the Chiefs. She's on that staff of? Well, she was the Chiefs or the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals, you're right, Cardinals. Cardinals. I think it was something red. Anything but good old blue and silver. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which which my basement used to be when I bought this house. This guy painted. Yeah. I actually uh, thought about was, when I when I was painting. I actually thought about doing that. Uh, I was like, should I go with the blue and silver? But you know, the wife uh, overruled. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> can't blame me for that. So, okay, you say you think it's a little overdue, like. My thing is, if it's overdue, who who should who should have been coaching as a well? I I I mean, I think just in general. I mean, I think you know that's still one of those markets where it's still a lot of untapped potential that nobody's been given a shot. You know, just because of the country, you know, all the controversy around a female coach in a male-dominated sport. Well, actually, all male sport, right? Um. Or a league, I should say, because there there is a female, yeah, you know, female league. There's a female league, but um, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, if you want to be a coach, you go to the WNBA, you know. But you know, um, I think those barriers are starting to be broken now. So I think, like I said, it's it's overdue. It's it's time for you know somebody to step up and because there's there's a women head coaches, there are women coaches that are, that are probably better than some of the men. Um. Oh, I, 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 I actually, I would probably say most of them are because as a woman, you got to think, you got to, you got to think strategically. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, well we we said not, before not the women of the XFL yeah. better than all the men. Exactly, because they're not dominating in the. They're not. Most of the men just come in like, yeah, I can shoot threes, or I, I'm LeBron and I can just drive down the lane. And right. so when they transition to coaching, they just they go in with that same mindset. You only you have very few coach players that you know transfer over, player coaches that transfer over well. Very true. Especially, <laughs> well, especially like you think of superstar coaches, right? They they magic terrible as a coach. Um, Isaiah Thomas okay terrible. as a coach. Yeah, he was he was okay. He was in great. He was okay. Um, except for Bird, um, he was a great coach. Um, Bill right. Russell. Did not. Well, Bill Russell was a good player coach, but after a while, he was not that good of a coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of superstar players really can't be good right. coaches. Yeah. My only concern for females coaching the NBA, um, I think you're right. There, there are some women who are definitely qualified. Um, I can think of Don Staley would definitely be qualified to coach in the NBA. Um, coach Stringer, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, if she was younger, probably would be vying for a position like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, crap. Oh, I forget. Oh, Coach Summit, if she oh, yeah. with us, definitely. Uh, there's definitely some coaches who could do it. Um, my concern for the women is while the exes knows they could definitely be dominant over, can they? Not that they can't, but because when you know, when you play the game a certain way for so long, your mindset gets kind of stuck in that way of looking at the game, you view the game differently. You know, sure. he coached the way the game, the way point guards look at the game because he's a point. Larry Bird coached the Pacers differently because he saw the game from his lens. Right. But when you're a woman and you see the game through your lens as a female player, how do you coach to a audience that plays at a different dimension? Because everything that they're coaching pretty much is going to be X's and O's. It's going to sure. be very linear. It's yeah. not going to be three-dimensional where you have to start coaching above the rim. Yeah. I'm not saying they can't do it, but that's going to be a difficult transition mindset-wise because we're in this age of hyper-athletic players who are not as skilled and not as fundamentally sound as you know, your, you know, your players of the 90s, 80s, and, and the past. So while they're more athletic, they're not more fundamentally sound or, or, have, or are linear and their X's and O's because they are so hyper athletic. Fair. So how so when you are linear in your mindset, how do you transition that into a hyper athletic 3D mindset that they're that you're coaching these guys who are trying to catch oops and doing all this above the rim type stuff in today's game? That, that's that's gonna be a challenge. But I think do you do you have to coach that? Right, like because all your you you're all your. But I mean, when you, you think have, about you, it, you you have to because if you don't. Then you're then you're leaving a lot of your um, the advantage of your team on, on off the table. You're 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 hurting your squad if you coach just X's and O's, and you don't coach to the 3D part of the game and utilize that. Then you're then you're coaching a, a women's team that, that are just men. They're, they're going to be running a very on the ground offense and movements where they need to be more than that. Because right now, today's game, you can't survive if your feet are on the ground. But how much of let, – let's just look at it like this. How much of – how much do you think LeBron's or even Kevin Durant or uh, Westbrook, how much do you think uh, their hyper-athleticism is being coached? 
and how much of it is just on the fly basketball IQ and they're and they're using their athleticism along with their basketball IQ. Because I mean, you, I mean, you can coach around LeBron, but can you really coach that those type of plays that he's making? Can you really coach the type of plays that Westbrook is making? Those those plays are just they're they're making those plays on their own. Well, a lot of I'm not sure what you're saying. The creativity definitely there's a lot of creativity there as far as on the player. Right. Uh, it depends on the coach and the system because some when you're talking about Westbrook um, under Scotty Brooks, there's a lot of coaching around that athleticism around him, Durant, and Harden, where under um, Billy Donovan, those restraints, that, that, that structure isn't there. So it's, it's part of that's dependent upon the coach because some coaches will say, I'm going to take advantage of this guy's athleticism. Right. That's what Jason Kidd was trying to do with Giannis. I'm yeah. going to take advantage of this guy's athleticism. I'm going to coach around getting him the ball in these certain spots. I'm going to coach to getting him the ball in the air getting him into certain positions. Right. Coaches will just be like, I want you, or they're more, they're more like Phil Jackson where they're saying, okay, we're going to run this type of offense, but it's very natural. It's very flow. So you get in that you start the movement and then you let the instincts of basketball take over from there. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, when you're, cause it's like, you know, basketball has these peaks and valleys, right? So when you're in that high, high intensity, that's just fast breaks and, and, you know, steals and all those different things. All of that seems like it's just instinct. And then when things slow down and you can't get Westbrook the ball anymore on his own, you know what I'm saying? Then that's when the coaching, I think, comes in. That's when you're like, all right, now we got to run some plays, free up the offense, you know, pick and rolls and different things, screens, all these things to free him up to get him the ball. Like, to your point, like you said, to get him the ball in those certain spots to make those plays. Right. So I and, think, and my thought is just simply in those situations where the default in that coach's mind is going to be more ground oriented, where right. it maybe should be above the rim more. I guess because sometimes yeah. that bounce pass, that bounce pass she's thinking about, may need to be an oop. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a lot I, think, of, I just think that's just gonna be a challenge. I, I, mean, yeah, I think so, but I think like the players, I think I think they can make those calls. Like, all right, she said get she said pass on the ball. She didn't say how. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, I could be like, oh, uh, you know what? It yeah, depends upon how the show is. Because some coaches be like, I want you to hit them with the bounce pass here. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. some, some and, coaches and some, really some, want the, that yeah, granular. Every step this way, but right. But then you're not playing. You're not really coaching to that player's potential because, like, you got a guy like Westbrook. You don't need to get granular with Westbrook. You just be like, listen. I don't know. I need. I need, to be I need you to be here. I need you to be here. I need you to be here. You know, I just want you in these spots. How you get there and how the ball gets to you there doesn't matter to me. But I need you in that spot for that play. Right. You know what I'm saying. Well, and but, think- but also, that, and that's why I think there's going to be a bit of a challenge because that mindset has been growing in amongst NBA coaches for the past probably let's say 15 years. That's not the case in women's basketball. That's true. So the transition is my, my, is my main concern. How long will transition out of that mindset where you have to be that granular a lot of times in women's game because we, they don't have the hyper athletes. So right. you have to say this point, this type of pass right here, you need to be here, 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 and here, right. which to me, 
I think people more taking the Nancy Lieberman, Becky Hammond route, bringing them more into the organizations, making more female scouts, making more female assistant coaches will allow them to be, have that track then to change their mindset without jumping into a head coach. Kind of mold them up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just in, just to change that one small part of their mindset. That's, that's a fair assumption. Thing that would really hamper a female coach that's obviously qualified, you know, yeah. is that is that one different thing of everything's X's and O's, everything's linear, where now we've got to go three dimensions here. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I can see that where it could be, it could be a challenge because you're right. It is a mindset. It's something, especially if they're a player turned coach. Exactly. I mean, like, 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 about, like Becky, you know, right. talking about a former point guard. Right. She's going to come in already. She's probably been, she's been balling her whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, there are some ingrained habits that are there. Exactly. Uh, but I think, I think those are easy hurdles to overcome, especially when you're talking about NBA is what, 82 game season. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, after the first, you know, couple months, you, you get out of those habits pretty quick, especially if you're not winning. <laughs> well, anyone that's seen the movie, Eddie, you know, that, that goes real fast. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, so, Whoopi Goldberg's in coaching. <laughs> and probably do a better job. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, Eddie, it's cheesy. You should see it. You should see it. <laughs> it's fun. It's cheesy. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so 90s. Yeah, it's so 90s. <laughs> it's so even, 90s. Even the, 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 the music. Dominated oh, by Coolio. The Coolio track. <laughs> um, it's fun. Got, um, Mark Jackson uh, yeah. plays pretty much himself um, as a point guard for the Knicks. And John Sally, um, Dwayne Shitsness, I think is how he is. Yeah, he's in there. Greg Ostertag, I believe, is in it too. Um, Malik Seeley, RIP Malik Seeley, um, played the, their best player, uh, Stacey yeah. Patton. He had a cameo by uh, Gary Payton and Anthony Mason in there, too. Uh, I think John Starks made an appearance in there. Yeah, he so, was so, in there. Yeah, he he, he showed up. Um, Mitch, uh, No, not Mitch. Uh, Dennis Robin had a nice little speaking role when he was still in San Antonio. That's how old we're talking. San Antonio Spurs, <laughs> Dennis Robin. Um, uh, Avery Johnson had a little uh, argument with, with Whoopi in there, too. And uh, who else? Uh, a very interesting discussion about um, – Physics, space physics, uh, about black holes with the olden yeah. colonies uh, playing for the Sacramento Kings. So really, really fun, campy movie if you've seen it. Very fun. If you're a basketball fan, you'll probably enjoy it just because it's basketball. But definitely see the movie Eddie. We're going to have to – we might have to do a, a watch along and just watch Eddie with some commentary. <laughs> with some commentary. With some commentary. Right. Um, so speaking on – staying on sports – the Supreme, this is not brand, this isn't breaking news, this is breaking issues. Um, the Supreme Court has struck down the federal anti sports betting laws. So now states have pretty much complete autonomy when it comes to deciding whether they're going to permit uh, sports betting. Mm-hmm. This is huge. This is big. This is insane. This is, I actually was just reading about that. Uh, uh. I, I think it was when it was announced. Like this I was reading on it. Crazy big. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, <laughs> there's there's so much packed in that one little sentence. Like people that <laughs> you know, like, there's, there's so much there's so much to entail um, because it's been you know it's been legal for so long. 
obviously people have been still doing it why bookies are out there. Um, but to to have this be put in the state's hands, this can mean a lot of money for states. This can mean a lot of more, a lot of money for um, you know, your DraftKings, your uh, what's the other big one? No, I, no, I forget their name. Um, um, you got DraftKings. You got um, what is their name? I forget. Y'all, they know who they are. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're all your current big online, um, you know, fantasy betting type games. Um, but this is we're talking big dollars. We're talking a lot of money changing hands because people love people love betting over sports. It's just what people do. Um, I hear it all the time at work. People are like, hey, you want to put a bet on this game? Ba- meaningless baseball games out of 190 games. Oh, yeah. People putting meaningless bets on middle of the season. This is May. The season started in April. Like, come <laughs> on. People are already betting on games in baseball. It's like, come on. Really? But people do it. They, they, it's what they do. So this means a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, Damn. I, it's bothering me that I can't remember what the name of the yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot it too. Um, it's gonna it's gonna drive me nuts. But Ron Artest, more I don't know if his name is still official. Middle World Peace, Middle World Peace slash Ron Artest recently made comments about how he does not like this ruling uh, because of what he's afraid of what it will do to the game. He mentioned like, while he was attending St. John's, a some betters approached him about throwing a game. And they would put $35,000 in his pocket to throw a game. Right. Fanduels. Fanduel, that's it. You're right. Fanduel, thank you. Sorry. Didn't mean to okay. interrupt, but no, it was okay. bugging me. I, was, I wasn't going to be able to was, listen to you. It was still, it was still going in my head, too. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to be able to pay <laughs> attention to one word you said, and so I figured it out. Because I would have been sitting here the whole time like, mm-hmm. What's it mm-hmm. called? But the whole time. The whole like, time. What's, it What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? That's okay. Uh, Um, as we are out of that rabbit hole um, (laughs) our test said that he was offered $35,000 to throw a game while at St. John's and of course he didn't do it but he was extremely tempted to to tell a a poor kid from Queensbridge you're going to put $35,000 in his pocket to miss some shots on purpose that's extremely tempting Um, that is that's a hard that's a reality that he did you know he he dealt with in the 90s um if you're going to make this legal, that is definitely going to increase uh, the potential for people to be throwing games, the potential for um, even professionals to start throwing games because the the finances are just going to skyrocket. The money that can be made off these games is just going to go buck wild. So uh, how do you combat potential corruption amongst this? Um, obviously, the federal government struck it down because they want their piece of the pie. It's, I mean, it's obviously, it's all about making money. Right. They're, gonna, they're gonna get taxed out. They're gonna get tax dollars from you. They're gonna get tax dollars from the bookie. They're gonna get tax dollars from the casinos. They're gonna get tax dollars from the you know sport that you are watching. They're, they're gonna get their money. That's what it's about, ultimately. But this can mean a lot more money for the, the general schmo who knows his game. Whether it's baseball, football, hockey, whatever, whatever, whatever lucky person who decided to bet that the Las Vegas Golden Knights were going to be in the Stanley Cup, that person's making bank right now. Yeah, I think it was like one to two hundred odds or something insane like that. Like this, that person is those people 
are about to make some serious money. Oh yeah. They like make cash. Big, big cash. Big cash. Like changing tax bracket cash. We talking about here. We're not talking about you know winning thousand dollars. We are right. talking about thousands and thousands of dollars here. Exactly. So this 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 could be you know game changing. Not only just that aspect, but now we're talking about increased capitalism. We're talking about okay, this is legal now. So now my sports bar is going that I have. Now we're going to um, we're going to have gambling here now. So now we're going to take your bets here now now. Any sports bar with half a brain is going to become a, a, a house to gamble, right? You know, the the, the government, your state government is going to have to be create. Um, if they don't have a gaming board already, they're going to have to start one, and then yeah. they're going to have to issue our licenses to you know to allow gaming. But if you are the sports bank, but if you are a business owner, this is potential revenue for you because you got people coming there to watch a game anyway. Why would you not be taking bets as well? Because you know the house generally wins anyway, right? You know you you would have somebody studying the Vegas odds, putting the lines out there. Even if you're just passing through the money and you're charging, you know five dollars to you know to to handle everything, you're still making money, regardless on on every person that comes there to take your to place your bet. Right, like, you are gonna make out. Um, like this, like the, the, I can't imagine how many dollars this is going to generate. It's, it's going to be insane. It's insane. <laughs> like, I'm taking it back. All I know is this. And I'll let you speak on it. Let's let Pete Rose in the freaking Hall of Fame now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just put the man in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Good God. You Now you're going to make this okay for everybody? Let's, it's stop like, be, um, let's stop beating the man up. It's like when somebody said, uh, somebody said the other day, because, you know, they're trying to legalize. Well, the, the governor has already said that he wants to legalize weed in New Jersey. And they said, so are you going to let everybody out out of jail? For right. Right. Because <laughs> that was okay. Oh, yeah. Well, the, uh, the mayor of, uh, of Bethlehem and uh, the mayor of Allentown both said they want to decriminalize marijuana. So, okay. So, now you're going to let everybody out then, right? Right. They're they going to have the records no more, right? You're going to pull that off my record? Because, <laughs> well, not my record because I ain't well, gonna have a record. But, no records. you know. But, <laughs> People that I know do have. And we're not going to go too deep into the political rabbit hole because you know we try to keep it sports. But that's 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 a, that's a great that's a great point. Like when it comes to an infraction that was illegal, and now you're making it legal. Okay, so what do you do about those who did in the past? Yes, they shouldn't have done it. Of course, I, I did that. But uh, there needs to be some removal of the punishment for the action that's no longer bad. Because now you're saying it's not bad anymore, right? You know, and I, I, I just think get, get Pete Rose's due. The, the man knows more baseball. He's forgotten more baseball than most people even know. Most people know. <laughs> you know like, come on, just let get put the man where he belongs. Call it a day. You know, he didn't bet on his own team, so like, I don't care. I don't care what teams he bet on. Uh, that. He didn't impact. It the shouldn't outcome. matter at this point. It shouldn't matter at this point. He didn't impact the uh, the outcomes of those games. If he did, I'd see your. They'd see their point. Right. Like, you know, whatever. Like, come on. Let's let let's let's let it go. You got you got you got race known racists in there. For goodness sake, you know, you got Ty Cobb in there and, and <laughs> people that you know done terrible things. Yeah, come on. 
I think I think Todd like killed a dude in the stands so one time or something like that. Like, come on, like you've got some really horrible people in your Hall of Fame, and you're gonna leave this dude out because you know he. Yeah, don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, big big money, big money. So, uh, Jersey, obviously, they, you know, within Lake City has always had some gambling, you know, stick to it. But tell me what you think this is going to do, at least in, especially in your state when it comes. Yeah. To- I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to – because, like you said, Jersey has always had some gambling. Actually, a lot of gambling um, <laughs> because of Atlantic <laughs> yeah, City of and stuff like that. You know, the sport – there was, I think – I think I, mean, I was never into it, but I think you were allowed to do sports betting in Atlantic City too. I think it was just a – I think it was just a horse racing, just the ponies. If I'm not mistaken, okay. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Anybody from Jersey that does the game, let me know. But I think it's no, – no, I think it was sports too, but you couldn't bet on like the actual score or something like that. It was some weird, obscure rules. Like you can bet on other things, but not the score, if that makes any sense. Like the winning team. Like you can bet on you can bet know. on wins and losses, but right. you, you can't you can't bet on you know the score. Uh, I yeah, guess to avoid, yeah, something I guess like to that. Avoid point shaving scandal. Right, like right. That. So it was like you can bet like, you know, stone stone so team's gonna win or whatever. Um but yeah, or you know, Steph Curry's gonna make thirty-five threes this game, you know, something yeah, like that. Something like that. Okay. Um, but you couldn't bet on the actual like the outcome of the game because obviously you can fix that, right? Um, or you can try to anyway. Um, no, so no, you can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be politically correct. Forget that. <laughs> you can fix it. When are we ever politically correct? Yeah, we, we ain't ever politically correct. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I, I um. It wasn't as much of a shock to me that, you know, that eventually it would become legal, especially after, what was it, two years ago, the whole DraftKings and FanDuel. Oh, yeah, that big, big legal mess. Yeah, they were in. Yeah, it was a whole big legal mess. And the amount of money that they were making before all that happened. Making big money. You know, and that was just fantasy leagues. Yeah. That wasn't even real. That wasn't even real. That wasn't even real. You know, real yeah, betting. That was, yeah, that's, that's there's nothing real about that. That's all yeah. fantasy stuff. And it's, so once that happened, I was like, okay, so so either they're gonna make fantasy legal legal, or they're gonna, you know, um, they're gonna have to legalize betting. I you tell know? you one thing. I, I tell you, I, I I looked, but I don't think that they are. But the minute FanDuel and DraftKings become like publicly traded, I'm oh yeah, I'm in there. I'm, I'm in, in there. All up in that. <laughs> that's gonna be big dollars. I'm all up in that. Come on, yes, give me, sir. Give me an IPO. Come right. Now. I'm I'm saving up money right now just for that. <laughs> just for that. Just so, for that. Well, what's this IPO going to be? Okay, okay. Let's just set this aside. We're <laughs> right. You better believe it. My ten thousand ready. Right. Get so, it all in that. Yeah, but I was still I still was shocked. Like I still was like, whoa, this is going to be. Because like I said, it popped up. Um. On my Google feed, you know, you okay. get the little um, yeah, suggestions, story suggestions, whatever. So I was like, what? I was like, oh, wait a minute. Had to go back and read it. But, um, yeah, I think, like you said, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge for sports. It's going to be huge for just people. The people who are into gambling is going to be huge for the house, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, the house always wins. The house always wins. Um, <laughs> so fan duels and DraftKings and everybody else in under the sun that that's that's doing this, they're gonna be making buku bucks. Um, 
and yeah, you know, like you said, the government's going to get their little piece. I don't know how they're going to tax it, but I'm sure they will. Insanely, as they always yeah. do. Um, they'll probably tax it. They'll probably do it the same way they do uh, lottery winnings and stuff. Which is an insane amount. <laughs> Which is insane. It's like 50%. Yeah. But It's like 40%. They tax, <laughs> they tax like a bonus. Not like a, <laughs> yeah. We take 40% of that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which, but still, I mean, I still like you figure, like the big betters. That's forty percent of two million or whatever. Eh, dropping the bucket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bet it again anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so tell us my next bet. So, yeah, I'm. I mean, like I said, I, I think it's definitely going to do something for sports. So, I think it's, it's going to bring a lot of the passion back into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, just because people are just going to be excited to watch, you know, because for we we talked about this numerous times. Base uh, football is is you know the no fun league and. You know, it's getting less fun by the day now with this new uh, which we didn't even talk about that, and I don't know no, if we're we, going we, to. We, talk, no. we, <laughs> we said time. we're going to be a political we, free we show have, today. We don't so. have time to go into that. Lord, um, don't have time to go into that. Yeah. Woo! So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just getting worse. Um. Baseball's always kind of been boring, except for the World Series. The All Star Game and the World Series, like this All Star, yeah. Well, the playoffs are exciting. The All Star yeah. Game playoffs are exciting, and the, the World Series exciting. exciting. And up and um, down, maybe the home run derby is exciting, or it's not. Here and there, yeah. Here and there. Um, basketball is is uh, um, it's becoming predictable. It's coming too predictable. It's too predictable. Well, like, we're in season four of Golden State. Like, who, yeah, exactly. Who would have thought that Golden State and Cavs are going to do it again? Especially <laughs> since, <laughs> well, especially since they should, the Cavs should have lost the first round anyway. Well, yeah. Like, if if they had another star in Indiana, you know, LeBron would be. Uh, home yeah, now. yeah. You know, and if Kyrie had, or if Kyrie, Kyrie or Hayward were there, but yeah. even then, like if they had another star. In Indiana, LeBron will be in one of his LA homes, probably, you know, <laughs> out schools or yeah. I'm gonna go to Philly, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Like, but, so, you know, but here yeah. we are again. I digress. You know, it's, but, you know, um, probably gonna be another gentleman sweep. Right. Um, <laughs> they just don't have the people to match up with Golden nah, State. You know, they barely made it through Boston. Exactly. And yo, <laughs> Tatum gammed on him. <laughs> yo, Tatum yammed on Bron. Yo, I was like, snap. Tatum's, you know, Tatum's, I hate to give props to do players, but Tatum is a special player, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got something. He's got something. I hope he keeps it up. For real. That's the scary part with like newer players is like they come out their breakout season and then they disappear. You're like, whatever happened to that guy? Remember, he, he came from, uh, Oh, you talking about the Tyreek Evans effect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He came, yeah, he came out of he came out of St. John. Yeah, if you were high rookie year, and then you know, he <laughs> on us. Where'd he go? Uh, 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 no, I think he. Oh no! Did he retire? He I retired. Think, yeah, I think, I think he's overseas now. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's yeah. Playing, he's playing in Israel or something. Yeah, when they're playing with I, uh, Iverson and. and <laughs> I don't know. Iverson was too proud. He couldn't. Hear. I know. He, yeah, he had too much pride. He, that man could be making money in China right now, but no, he's too stubborn. We're not even gonna go there. Gonna go but there. um, all the money, yeah. all the money Marbury made in there. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> but um, all right. well, speaking of speaking of money, yeah, moving um, on. <laughs> something that is interesting but insanely expensive, at least in my opinion, 
is the officially licensed PS4 controller that is for uh, you, the, your pro-level gamer. So if you are a PlayStation 4 player and you've been looking for that Xbox Elite-style controller, Scuff Gaming has got you. You can get a PlayStation 4 controller that is officially licensed, customizable, and completely all about performance. It's got um, button remapping, side, side, mount, but side mounted buttons, removable faceplate, four option paddles, the whole nine. There's a wired version that only costs $170. Only $170. <laughs> and the wireless plus um, version, that's a mere $200. Hmm. Would you pay $170 to $200 for a professional grade PS4 controller? Uh, Granted no. that the system itself costs $299. Actually, the Pro though isn't it more than two ninety nine? I think the Pro is two ninety nine. Okay, I thought it, well, it might have went down. I don't know. I haven't been looking at it because I already got a PS four and I ain't buying a new one. Not just for four K. If it was for like, some like other stuff, four K. Yeah, I, I digress. Yeah, but um, I mean, I'm I, I had not heard about this, um, uh, so I'm actually looking at it right now. I mean, there's some nice looking controllers. Don't get me wrong, these things. Oh yeah, they look they nice. Look, you look dope. Dope, but um. Yeah, especially this carbon fiber collection is pretty hot. But um, nah, I probably nah, I don't, I don't game enough for this. If I, I guess if I was in a league or something. Well, well hey, you started knowing last night though. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was. Uh, I know last night. I was like, hold, hold up. I was getting hold some up. FIFA in. <laughs> there you go, Z. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I, if I was in a league or something, you know, and I'm actually making money because. You know, if you're in a league, and then 140 bucks is you know that's nothing, nothing, that's nothing for what you're coming, what you're walking away with if you're that good. Yeah. Um, not to mention what this would do if it's even legal in the league. Um, I mean, you know, I, some of these, I, if some of the leagues, some of these leagues ban they, those ban type of controllers. controllers. That's true. Yeah. Some of them you have to but, have um, a controller. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, if I was in a league, yeah. Or if I just had money to burn and I'm like, oh, I want like this special PS4 with the matching control. Like I see these guys on online do, mm-hmm. uh, like on YouTube and stuff. You know, they got their gaming room with their uh, special controllers and right. all that stuff. They you, you most of them go to, like D brand or whoever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, then I would probably go for it for something like that. Um, but like I said, I don't game enough for that. In my younger days, oh yeah, I'll be all over this. 16, 17, 18, uh, probably up till I was about 26. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have been like, yo, I'm getting that one, the red and black, because that's my favorite color. Um, with the I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna send my PS4 to D brand and I'm gonna have the red and black and you know, but um and plus I was playing more than you know, I was batting and call of duty and um NBA 2K and like every day. Uh, come come home from school straight to the game, you know. Exactly. But so I would get my money's worth. This uh, I'm not gonna get my money's worth out of this. I mean, like I got I, I got two controllers, right? One of them still, you know, how it still has that like that dry grip, mm-hmm. <laughs> grippy feel. Like I mean, it's not. <laughs> it hasn't gotten smooth yet. Like you know, yeah. after you use it for a while, get smooth. Yeah. Like one of my controllers still feels like it's brand new. Like it's still got that like like that out of the mold 
um, feel to it. Your, your head greasy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, I can imagine, and that was just a regular controller. So I can imagine with like this one. I, but then again, I guess maybe if I spent one hundred forty dollars, I probably would use it more. Because I was like, I got to get my money's worth out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, considering that the PS4, the regular PS4 controller is what, 60 bucks? Yeah. You're talking, you're talking about double to two and a half times the cost. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's not bad. It, 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 taking into consideration that a regular controller is 60 bucks. So, no, no I'll say this. If these had come out, because like the, the Sony pretty much announced that PS4 is the end of life. So well, they're winding down. Yeah, they got another down. two, three years so, left. Right. So, if this take came out two, three years ago, where you, you invest two hundred dollars into a controller that you're gonna have for five, six years, yeah. that's one thing. True. That's one that 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 makes sense. I can see the justification of spending that money on a controller alone. But we're yeah. talking two, three years left, and you're just yeah, it's not worth it. unless they're gonna go D- DualShock Four in, in the PS Five. Which, yeah, who knows? Who but knows? I just I don't see why. <laughs> unless you're a gamer, big time gamer who's making some money, or you got a YouTube channel on gaming, and you're making money. You're right. Making money. I gotta be making money off of it somehow. I gotta be, yeah, I gotta be making money. Like it's a Twitch I, something. Yeah, something. I love the hobby, but that's that's a, that's a pretty penny to pay for for casual gaming. But yeah. You're right. If I, I think it, yeah. If if this was when I bought my PS4, and I and, and the Pro was already out and all that, um, yeah, I probably would have got the PS4 Pro, and I probably would have got the one of those. Yeah. Um, because even when I bought my PS4, I was gaming a lot more then too. Oh yeah, you were. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, I, I would have probably been like, oh yeah, 140 bucks. Yeah. Best thing that you left behind, try, but we're not gonna go. <sighs> talk about that <laughs> i told you not to get it <laughs> i'm not gonna talk about that so yeah i mean like i said for for a gaming league or something like that definitely go for it why not um xbox has been doing it for years with the elite True. controllers and, the and they're about the same price yeah um the elite controller the elite controllers are dope though yeah yeah they really so, are um yeah and by the way that was not an ad you said that very much like an ad i did it did. It sounded like ad. I'm practicing for you know for future. <laughs> like I was just like, I like I'm listening to it. I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to like a podcast, like not my own podcast, but another podcast. And they're like, they're like, and now let's take well, a see, break. You know, I, I well, I'll get I'll get pickups to another podcast. Um, if you're a big wrestling fan, as I am, uh, I listen to something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard uh, and uh, and Comrade Thompson. So if I sounded Addy, that's probably because I listen to too much of them, and they're constantly pushing ads on that show all the time. That's like and, um, and MMA. Also, I'm practicing MMA uh-huh. hour with uh, Ariel, Ariel Henley. Someone I can't pronounce the name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he he, because it's like all his are like four hours long. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah, think yeah. we, I just think we went long. You thought we rambled, and then I used to like I started listening to the MMA hour, and I was like, whoa, this it's is not the MMA you, hour. This should MMA be the MMA five hours. Yeah, <laughs> right. half a day. This is gonna be the MMA part time job. Right. right. <laughs> the show averages a good three hours. Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast is like two to three hours. Yeah. Um, a lot of these podcasts, they're they're a couple hours, so. 
you know, well, by, I came from the... shorter, shorter form. Yeah. Um, there's probably going to be ones we're going to may go back to. I think we might have to just do maybe a separate show that we focus on our going down the rabbit hole and the long form show. Our long form <laughs> down the rabbit hole shows. Because, um, yeah, apparently three hours is, is a normal podcast time frame. I, who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I get I get it because everybody's just like you know what most people listen to podcasts at work or on their drive or whatever. So two three hours is no big deal. But exactly, so <laughs> I was like, wait, I've been listening to this thing for three days and I still ain't finished yet. <laughs> I, 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 I will start listening to something to wrestle with, and I'll fall asleep. It'll be yeah, like, exactly. And then I gotta go wait, back. Wait, 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 where was I? I was like, I was like, I was like, remember, it was like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, I mean, nobody's complained about us and our rants, but yeah, yeah. Well, there, check out some of these other podcasts and then come yeah, talk. Yeah. If, if you say <laughs> we we did you guys a favor, we did y'all a favor. You think we ran because those cats <laughs> ran, okay? They they they, they go off and yeah. okay, we go off on some other Ooh. topics too, but <laughs> they go way we, off. We go way and they don't they don't care either. They're just yeah, like, yes. Yeah, so, what were we talking about again? Yeah, ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> We'll go back to our format sometime. We'll fix it. Yeah. But yeah, I said all I had to say that sounded very addy. Very good though. Very professional. It. I'm practicing. We're practicing. But I was sitting there. I was we're, just, we're, one day I was we're like, going to be pushing ads here. Sorry. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, we need funds to keep this thing going. So we, I was like, did Scuff game and call him and he didn't tell me? No. <laughs> if it did, I'll be saying that we were you know, uh, uh, you know, a generation scuff version. Uh, <laughs> that'd be dope, but no, unfortunately, not yet. I was like, oh, snap. They called him. They ain't telling me. Called, like, hey, so we wouldn't do like an ad revenue without me. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't. <laughs> well, speaking of revenue, quick, quick hitter uh, last year. Uh, Netflix has been making a lot of revenue. They are really highly valued right now. And I thought they were, I thought they were operating at a loss, though. They were, and they were getting more seed money. But right now, they're 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 making money hand over fist. Who knows what their back end costs are? But they're bringing in revenue. We don't. Oh, okay, okay. We don't know what their costs are yet. Yeah. Um, but they are continuing their trend of rebooting everything. Um, and so I just in give me in one minute, give me your thoughts on Netflix rebooting Shira. And I'm giving him one minute because I'm out of time. I have to go pick up my phone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, I just got to wait for it. That, I'm just going to leave it at that. I got to see some teaser trailers or something. Okay. Um, well, well, then I'll, let, me, let, me, okay, let me flip this on you. Have you seen the images for Thundercats Roar? Yes. I have seen the images. Okay, give me give me one word. Not what I expected. That's, That's not, not one word. word. Unexpected. There you go. Unexpected. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, underwhelming, I guess. I wasn't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say trash. I wasn't. I, I like, wasn't blown away. It looks, I, like Steven, it looks like Steven Universe <laughs> playing cosplay. It looks like trash. I was trying to be Great. nice. Great. No, it, look, it, be nice. it looks like straight trash. Somebody's got to be nice on the podcast. No, that's not today. That look, you don't mess with Thundercats, okay? Some things you just need to leave alone. Thundercats is one of them things. Leave it alone. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see something done because it's just just because it's it, nostalgia and history, and well, you know they, me. They did one in 2011, and people not, not as many people watched it, but they didn't market it well either. But when you take Steven Universe art and you pretty much put some Thundercats adage to it, and you make it look goofy and and campy. Well, yeah, I I, I don't like I don't like that type of animation style. That's why I was like, it was very un. Overwhelming. I don't mind the style just, even. The style itself is it's fine. It fits. I don't like that style. It just looks too. It's it's think, it looks too amateurish. See, I think the style fits Steven Universe because of what it is. Well, it yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't fit Thundercats. It doesn't fit anything else. It fits Steven Universe. Right. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's got that amateur. It reminds me of like even like um. It got this. We're not trying. Look. Yeah, yeah. Like ah, we just threw this together. <laughs> I feel that way about Teen Titans Go. It's got this. We're really not trying. Look, yeah, Teen Titans, yeah, we, we, we Adventure Time. This, we're, really, uh, we're really not trying. You know, yeah, and I and I watch all these. Like I watch, I watch Adventure Time. I watch Teen Titans. I watch Steven, Steven Universe. I watch, you know, but yeah, it doesn't fit the Thundercats. No, like, no, I was expecting when they when they, when they said Netflix Thundercats reboot, I was expecting Netflix uh, Voltron. Like that, like how they redid Voltron. I was expecting. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like a fan of that, but I'm not a. I'm not a fan. I mean, I, I'm, I watched I'm not it. Hating on it either. Though. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It's not. It's actually pretty good. It's okay. I watched, yeah. I watched the two seasons or whatever, but I was expecting that animation style or something similar. So, something more. Something more mature. Mature. Uh, something well, more to to give to the. Thundercats was pretty mature for its time right. as well. Yeah, it, and it, then it, also to like, I mean, who are you pitching this to? Because it's yeah. not to the kids. No, because they never even heard of Shira <laughs> unless they got parents like us. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, 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 come on, you're gonna read? Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Okay, well, but waiting for we know Thundercats. You're being nice on. I'm, I'm not. I'm keeping on. I'm, I'm not sense. being nice. I, I want it to be nice. better, and that's why I was okay. I'm nice. You're being right. nice. You're All being right. nice. I'm, okay. I'm nice. That's what we, we gotta keep the balance. We we, we need yeah. being nice, y'all. We gotta keep the balance. I ain't being nice. <laughs> y'all tell us what y'all think please, in the yeah, comments. Please, please, shoot us some shoot us some emails. Me, tell me if I'm being uh, too harsh. Just please, because I don't think I'm being too harsh. I think it looks like straight trash. But again, yeah, hit us up on Facebook, YouTube, yes. Twitter. Tell us what you guys think. Yes, add Geek um, Nation on, on all of those. I'll add Geek Nation on all yes. of those. And for um, our updates, for our new videos, our new content, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the little bell to get notifications. Right. Um, we we would love to hear. We appreciate you following and listening. Please hit us up with the comments. Yes. On, on all the aforementioned you know, social media platforms. We appreciate you listening. And as always, peace. Peace.